Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, a Star Trek podcast. We are on episode 36 today. Woo! Does this episode deserve a woo? Ugh. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm very sorry about what's about to happen for the rest of this episode. am Ames. I naturally am Caitlin. I indubitably am Jake. And I unfortunately am Chris. <laughs> oh. Way to go, way to go. So today we are talking about the original series episodes, Whom Gods Destroy, great, and <laughs> Let That Be Your Last Battlefield, even worse. <laughs> Huzzah! Scrap in, this is going to be a death coaster to fucking hell. <laughs> Just like ripping off a band-aid. Let's do it. Yep, yep. Uh, I'm going to synopsize as quickly as I can. Whom gods destroy? Basically a rehash of Dagger of the Mind, because why the fuck not? Uh, we're visiting Elba 2 to deliver the medication for inmates of a criminally insane facility headed by Donald Corey. The Enterprise gets there. The surface of the planet is poisonous, which is pretty good because it makes sure the inmates don't escape because they're all fucking criminal maniacs. We go down, we meet Dr. Corey, and almost immediately realize, as with any facility director of a mental asylum, he is not actually the facility facility director of the mental asylum. He's actually one of the crazy people in disguise. He's actually Garth of Izar, who was a former starship captain. Let me see if I can recap who he is quickly, because he has a complicated story I can't figure out. He was injured somehow and was recovered with help from the people of Antos IV, who healed him and gave him some kind of shape-shifting power somehow. I don't know if this came before or after, but Garth went crazy and asked his starship to blow the shit out of Antos IV, even though they saved him, or they saved him after I lost track. It's Yeah, it was after he saved them, he like asked them to help him destroy something or do something, and they were like, well, no, and yeah. he was like, then fuck these guys. Yeah, and also he's fucking crazy, so he and got... He was like a war hero, too. Yeah, he was, he's one of Kirk's heroes, because all of Kirk's <laughs> heroes have gone fucking crazy. Yes. Kirk, pick your idols better. God, man. So it, he's in this mental asylum, only he, using his shapeshifter power, has taken over, has locked the actual Dr. Corey in a cell, and is trying, now that Kirk is here, to get control of the Enterprise so that he can use his power to take over the universe or something, I guess. That is new explosive. Well. Yeah, he's we, a super explosive that he somehow invented while inside a... Mental Turns yeah. out it's Pop Rocks and Coke, because that's what it looks like. <gasps> I bet it was. So, uh, we're, we're treated to a nice dinner with uh, Garth and all the inmates who are basically being, you know, the lackeys of Garth. He did a cool wheelbarrow <sighs> maneuver. No, he didn't. <laughs> we watched way too much of Marta, the Orion green lady, doing a sexy... Sexy as in really harsh air quotes. Dance thing. I was, I was torqued. Yeah, apparently it's a lot like the dancing that Vulcan children do yeah. for some reason. Which apparently, is Vulcan, Vulcan children. children are all exotic dancers. 
That's before their emotions get wiped, I mean, right? Yeah. The Orion girl tries to uh, come on to Kirk, uh, <laughs> does some kissing thing, but she's fucking crazy, so she has to kill him. So you gra- she grabs her pillow knife, which is there because, of course, it is, and tries to kill him. She doesn't. Spock walks in. Turns out it's not Spock. He's been trying, like, because it's Garth, of course, and he's been trying to get the password to get himself onto the Enterprise. Well, yeah, I mean, that whole thing was clearly a ruse set up by Garth. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, you missed the part of, like, why they can't just, why Garth can't just impersonate Kirk and beam up. <laughs> because for once in their entire life, they decided to set a password, a password for <clears throat> the getting, for actually using the tra- the, the transporter. Queen some, to Queen 3. And somehow the password isn't Kirk is awesome. I don't mm. understand. Yeah. Yeah, the password to beam up to the Enterprise is harder than the password to blow up the Enterprise. No shit, right? (laughs) All right, so Spock turns up, pinches Green Lady out, turns out not to be Spock, and then actual Spock breaks out of his cell by doing a double Vulcan nerve pinch on two guys. While playing dead. Whilst playing dead. pretty badass. While playing passed out at least. Passed out, yeah. Walks in with a gun, and Garth takes on the form of Kirk. So there's two Kirks in the room. Which one do you shoot, Kirk or Spock? Both. You should shoot both. That You've would got a gun sense. that has a stun setting. Yeah, you should stun both, or you should ask one of them a more personal question, like what's Bones' middle name or something. Or uh, what does my dick look like? You've seen it. It's pointing. <laughs> uh, and when the real Kirk expresses that, you know, for the good of the Enterprise, you have to blah, 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 he realizes, ah, that's the one, because only Kirk would actually be thinking of the actual Enterprise. Stuns Garth. They all take control of the asylum again. They put, they give all the inmates the medication they need. And they put Garth in the Tantalus chair, basically, and save his brain from insanity something. Mm. I don't know. End of episode! I mean, Garth did blow up Marta. Like... Yeah. But see, he doesn't remember any of that. So That's true. Okay. So does it count? But like, that was pretty, that, so was, pretty, that was pretty cold, though. <laughs> it just, was. Just like, blowing her up. Yeah. Well, well he he's to... used to blowing up his girlfriends. Acha-cha. Yeah. Something about blow-up dolls. Yep. Anyway. Uh, he's a lonely man. Meanwhile. That, best episode of the series coming up. Uh, <laughs> let that be your last battlefield. <sighs> I hope it is. We are on the way to Arianus, a planet with a polluted atmosphere that the Enterprise has to come and decontaminate. Like Arianus. Yeah, <laughs> you're very right. I was thinking that also. This episode was anus. Meanwhile, <laughs> that's insulting see, to anus. Sorry. Anus. Oof. We we find a like just scooting along in front of us is a shuttlecraft that has been stolen recently from Starbase Four or some shit. <laughs> Uh, and Chris said, oh, it looks like a shuttlecraft. And then Chekhov said, it looks like a shuttlecraft. Well done, and Chris. Starfleet shuttlecraft. A Starfleet shuttlecraft. And it is. And it's being controlled by Lokai, who they, they tractor beam aboard because he's running out of air in the shuttlecraft or something. They take him out, they, they cure him up, and they, they're figuring out, like, his face is fucking weird. Half of his face is, like, blank paper white. Half of his pl- face is like ink black. Shoe mm-hmm. polish galore. I can only assume it goes all the way down, but he's also, I think they were wearing gloves. Yeah, they both had gloves. They were wearing gloves. They were wearing very revealing jumpsuits. <laughs> oh my. Oh lord. Do you think that's half black and half white as well? The deck? Yeah. It's gotta Obviously. Be. Yeah. That'd be so weird. But you know what? And the nutsack. No ma- but here's, here's the unifying thing no matter what side of you okay. is black and which side is white, your asshole is still pink. That seems legit. What about the nipples? 
Why is it always with the nipples? I just, because I'm curious. Because because nipple color variation is like, it depends on your skin tone. Maybe it's like a yin-yang. Like you have a white <laughs> nipple on your black half and a black nipple on your white half. All right, let me finish the synopsis anyway. and then we can make fun of everything. Soon after we've got uh, Lokai in sick bay, a weird invisible ship, invisible because we don't have the budget anymore because it's season three, appears on the screen somehow. Well, it doesn't because it's invisible. It implodes itself or something happens. It goes away. It disintegrates. And its driver, pilot, person thing, Beale, transports himself aboard. He is another half-faced, two-tone kind of guy, only his colors are on the other side. Bum, bum, bum! He's black on the right. And it turns out he is some kind of slave chaser or something on a mission to retrieve the political traitor Loki. Caitlin put it best. He was Javert. I don't know what that is. Oh, from um, Les Les Miserables. Oh, I've never seen. Well, Javert is, like, obsessed with tracking down this one criminal criminal who, like, gets out of jail and, like, completely turns his life around and Javert's like, I know I recognize that guy and he, like, Hmm. wants to catch him and he's a fucking crazy asshole. So that's Frank Frank Gershon in this. Gershon? Is that his name? The Joker. No, No, the Riddler. I was gonna say, that's Caesar, um... Romero. Romero. Yeah, I think it's Gershon. Gershon, right? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Very Javert-esque. Yeah, so Beale has been chasing Loki for 50,000 years, apparently. They're very long livid, I guess. And he's trying to coordinate with Kirk, like, I have to, imp- I have to, you know, take him into custody, bring him back to our planet Sharon, which is in the southern hemisphere, or the, what the are they? The southernmost part of the galaxy, Yeah, the southernmost southern part, southern part of the, gal- of the, the galaxy. Wow. uncharted southernmost part of the galaxy, but they've heard of a planet there. How do we know it's uncharted? They say it. Oh, okay. They yeah, say it's uncharted, them saying that, but... even though they mention that it, anyway. Is that thunder? Yeah. It's very appropriate for this episode, too, because mm. it's impending doom. It's stealing this, our show's thunder, just yeah. like this episode. Well, I'm going to wrap back. up my, my synopsis with, they talk way, way, way too long about whether or not they should bring Lokai back to Sharon. They finish doing the contamination thing. Beale tries to take control of the Enterprise, only for Kirk to start an auto-destruct sequence. Um, Which took 15 minutes. To, to call, to and... and uh, Beale knows not to call Kirk's bluff, so he lets them go after Sher- go to Arianus, do the decon, uh, and then he takes control of it, of it again, but turns off auto-destruct, because he's smart, brings everybody to Sharon, has a lot more whining and talking over drinks with folk. They get to Sharon, it's a fucking wasteland, obviously the people of the planet have destroyed themselves, Spock can tell by by looking at it that there are corpses everywhere, um, so many from corpses. both sides, after a very, very long chase sequence mm-hmm. around the halls, interspliced with, like... Photos of destruction. <laughs> uh, Loki and Beale transport themselves because they left the transporter room open again. And on. And on and unmanned down to the surface where they'll chase each other around for in, for, for an infinite time until fuck it. Yep. That was awful, guys. Is it just me or is Arianus sound like a way a, a British person would say Arianus? <laughs> That was for you, Jake. Wow. All right. Well, Hoon Gods Destroy looking better in comparison. So I, I still didn't like it. 
Well, so the thing is, I don't know if Whom Gods Destroy was actually good, but I I just loved it because the guy who played Garth. Lord Garth... He was good. ...was so, like, he was just like, alright, so I'm playing a complete fucking wackadoo? And he just ran with it. He was just this grandiose, big-talking, tantrum-throwing loony, although the best tantrum goes to Shatner playing... Garth playing Kirk, but Best still. in air quotes. Oh, that was amazing. It was, so was great. Those so great console punches. Oh, and then just collapses to his knees and punches the ground. Yeah. He yeah, was very upsetting. Garth's actor was great. He was just The so actor was great. Ridiculous. I feel like the, the character is hard because it's, it's very tough with a character that you can say, oh, but he's crazy. Well, especially, this was clearly, like, 60s television understanding of crazy. Yeah, which isn't any understanding at all. Yeah. Which is, just, oh, they just run around doing whoop, 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 Yeah, <laughs> and, like, they're all criminally insane. <laughs> they're just the stooges, yes. There's some three stooges you're thinking of, Ames. They're crazy, too. But, they're, like, who, like, he, he was clearly crazy because he tried to destroy all the Yeah, yeah, planet. But what the hell did anybody else there do to well, be crazy? Well, Marta apparently killed all her lovers. So she's, she's just horrible. She's a praying mantis. But well, yeah, no, they, they didn't get into what everyone else did. Um, we know how Tellarites are. It's true. Wow. Racist. Yeah. Although the Tellarite in this one, like, it was weird. They sort of tried to improve on the earlier makeup because he still had sort of the pig nose, but he didn't have the horrible hollow eyes. Okay, yeah, yeah that looked a lot better. So that was, and that we was had good. an Andorian. Yep, yep, with the world's best boa cloak. Yeah, that was very nice. Yeah, that you was... like you like the costumes in this one. Oh my god! Well, the costumes on—I mean, Garth's whole outfit. Was Garth looked good. Amazing. I love—I love his swagger too, wearing yeah. that big cloak and the mismatched boots. Yeah, they, they somehow good worked. Touch. But yeah, yeah like the Tellarite had the great boa cloak and those wonderful plaid pants. Although I realized a couple other characters had the sort of green and blue plaid, so I think the implication was probably supposed to be before they took over. Green and blue plaid was like the, the prisoner or uniform or something because. A few of them had it, mm. but it was never explicitly stated. Marta looked banging in her bathing suit thing. Mm. Marta was a terrible, terrible thing, though. I can't tell if it was the actor or just the character was absurdly dumb. I'm going to go with both. The acting was not very strong. The dancing was not very strong, but the tit game was A+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that's the... makeup the... was better, too. Yeah, the, the makeup, makeup was yeah, quite good. The makeup. And it didn't oh. rub off. It was better than the Klingon makeup, which... A little <laughs> bit actually was visible on Kirk's knuckles at one point. Oh, really? Was it really? But very... Wait, why was it on the knuckles? Because I only no after idea. he punched Fisting. her in the face six times. I don't think there was any green in her fist holes. You don't know Jake. about that. What I actually really liked about her makeup, aside from the, just the fact that the green was like nice and even, was she had this great like, like gold, gold shiny gold h- highlight like right under her brow. I yeah. fucking loved that. Her eyebrows, I should say. That's pretty cool. I loved that. It was very attractive. Mm-hmm. But yeah, to jump to the end. Uh, Good we idea. Can go, we can go back afterwards. <laughs> oh. But like, yeah, Ames is done. They tried to have the classic like, oh God, which one do I shoot? But when you exist in a world where guns have a knockout setting, yes, there is no reason to have that tension. You know Just what? shoot it probably still both hurts. I'm it? sure Kirk's okay with being hurt. Well, the fact that the Kirk even home. says, "Yeah, shoot us both." But how were they for sure? The sake of the Enterprise. How were they sure that knocking him out would? Make him revert back. Well, it doesn't matter. If they're both knocked out. You just put them yeah, both you in. you knock him out, yeah. and then you call up Scotty. Tell him King to Rook to Six. Whatever. whatever. King to Queen's level one. Whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, it was. Strap them both down in sick bay. I'm sure Doc can scan them and figure out which is which if he has to. Oh, well, yeah, I guess. I mean, they're both people. Also, let's be honest. It got really obvious before Kirk even said, Just shoot us both! 
when Garth Kirk was holding up a chair screaming. Yeah. It's like, okay, that's obviously not Kirk. Well, I Spock think Kirk said would he, do that. Spock even Not quite said, so crazy, though. Spock said <laughs> that he knew for longer than he had let on. He was just verifying. Yeah. He was just letting his captain get beaten the shit out of a little... Oh, in, in, some pretty, in some pretty terrible fight. Oh, that fight was awful. Well, you know what? Part of why it was so it's bad... trying to hide his face. Yeah, they yeah. had to, like, make sure that... I mean, even actually when you could sort of see some face, it was, like pretty well enough done that it was like, all right, I don't yeah, hate it. Especially if, you know, old 60s TV. Yeah, we always say this. It probably would have been even better. That's right, though, considering they did do a pretty good job this time. Can we just agree that this is the week of Batman villains? Because in one case, we have the actual Riddler. Yeah. Playing, playing Two-Face. Playing Two-Face. And in this episode, we have some, not the actor, <laughs> but we have the Joker. Like, this guy is... His mismatched boots are even purple and green now that I think of it. They were yeah. blue and green. Were they? Well, and regardless, it was a very Arkham Asylum feeling yeah. thing. Yeah. I think you even commented, like, um, when when he and Marta were hanging out, it's like, well, they're, they're yeah. basically Harley and, Harley and, and Joker. Joker. Just yeah. 30 years too early. Still a better romance than Twilight. Mm. And then the Joker sends her out. Side into the poison atmosphere and he blows would do, her The thing up. is, that's exactly what the Joker would do. Mm, Even yeah. blowing her up, the Joker would do that, in my yeah, opinion. He's, like, he's, he doesn't give he's a monster. Half of a rat's fuck about Harley, which is yeah, why no. it's so sad. Which is why the, the kids, and I'm sure the kids are not listening to our show, but if the kids are listening, don't want a romance like Harley and Joker. No. You want a romance like Harley and Ivy. Yeah. You want a romance like... Thelma and Louise. Yes. I don't know much about Harley. She is sexy as shit. She's a psychologist, psychiatrist. Probably a psychiatrist. I don't know. It doesn't matter. She's she's a a psychological professional, and she works with. She like is the Joker's. Yeah, she winds up herself with a with a psychotic obsession with the Joker, and then willingly becomes his uh, sidekick as a result. She has two pet. Hyenas. At least Ooh, in the cartoons. That's pretty sweet. Well, that's where she got her start. No, so. I know. I, I just mean, I don't know if the hyenas carried over into the comics. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, um, all I know is she's played by the girl from The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I, yeah. You're talking about Suicide Squad now? Is that what you mean? Is that the, that's the movie that she was in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see the movie. I didn't see I it either. It just looked terrible. Yeah. And apparently Jared Leto like took it upon himself yeah. to like put used condoms in like the beds of his co-stars and like put dead animals in their cabinet. He thought he was being trailers method, he was and being stuff. A dingbat. Why don't people understand what method means? I don't fucking know. Anyway. Anyway, here's a question. Yes. yes. So Garth disguises himself as Spock, goes in to where where Marta's putting a move on Kirk, and Vulcan nerve pinches her out. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Well, she could have just been faking yeah, it. Yeah, presumably she. She's too crazy, I think, and I don't think it was a setup because I think that like the setup was her getting in to see Kirk to begin with, so she could go crazy and kill him because she's a crazy person. Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. No. I, I think it's, it's a maneuver. I think that anyone that a Corbomite maneuver. Well, yes. I just mean that, like, because I feel like Kirk has said at one point, like, you'll have to teach me how to do that or something. Yeah. So Picard, I feel like you probably can, can learn it. it. Picard can do it. Yeah, it, it is. There really? are other times. It is yeah. learnable by by other species. Although, to be fair, I think he can only do it after he mind melts with Sarek. I don't know if he... I think he, like... Mm. I, I mean, feel like keep it in can't mind. be something that human beings can, can do. Otherwise... 
someone would have figured Khan would have figured it out. And also, I feel like if Vulcans have like super strength, strength pinchy fingers or something, yeah. maybe that's the key. Yeah. Well, if you do one of those, you know those. Yeah, hand those, those crunchy hand. things that give you the that I've never understood why those exist at all. Like, it's for it's for the forearms. Oh, is it? Yeah, Does it make your fingers stronger too, though. I don't think so. You know, jacked little fingers. The thing is, there is actually a nerve bundle right in that general area. That honestly, I've had I've had someone do it to me. Is it on both sides of the neck? I don't know, honestly. But if they it must jab be because that's how how Spock did it. There we go. If they jab you in that little bundle, you just collapse. Like your knees just go. You have hmm. no. Really? You just can't. They just. Are you making it up? No. Hand to God. A friend of mine knew how to do it. He did it once. Jabbed you in it? And yeah. He collapsed? You? Yeah. Well, willingly. I. Do I know them? Vo- no, you never met him. Oh my God. I volunteered for it. He's like, I. It's you don't know him because Chris killed him afterwards. But, uh. <laughs> that sounds But yeah, no, you're, you're like, you don't go unconscious, but your knees just go. It's huh. crazy. I'm willing to bet, though, that Marta did know what. What's his name was planning? Yeah, I think so too. It's a Garth. little. It, the problem is because of the way she was written and played, it's really vague. Yeah, yeah I don't know if she was in on anything because you know, they they also kill her off in the end. <laughs> yeah, because I'm guessing she wasn't in on that part of the play. I mean, it, at the very least, Garth knew how to work with her madness if it wasn't aligned. Mm. Which again, that feels pretty jokery too. True, because mm. he's very manipulative. Yeah, no, he's a he's a bastard, but. Spock's dual neck pinch. That was cool. Slick. It was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, good move, buddy. I was going to say, too, the thing with Garth that we're forgetting, too, is this is a man that apparently learned how to shapeshift. And not only... Yeah, well, because it sounds like Which, they, they taught him how to, like, repair cell damage cells, and then he took somehow, that to the next level into yeah. shapeshiftery. Yeah, so I mean... And it goes to, it must do the voice too. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, there's all kinds of issues really happening with Garth if you get right down to it. And the thing, the thing is, to be a good shapeshifter, you also have to be a really good actor. Because mm. you know, when he's acting like Spock, he's he's you know, carries himself and talks yeah. like Spock. I and mean, when he does the same, you know, like Kirk and Ames anybody else. Ames, that's because it's still Leonard Nimoy and, and Shatner playing Spock and Kirk. Are you joking, Caitlin? No, they actually they made. Prosthetics for that actor to wear. Well, no, I mean it's not it's not you know Nimoy, you know acting a little different or saying words that wouldn't he wouldn't necessarily right, say. Right. And then like no. I was, I'm just kidding, but I agree. I'm not, I'm not trying to trivialize trivialize your trivialize trivialize. I'm not trying to trivialize your point. I I do I agree that that's a good point. You know what it really comes down to is actually they they were originally going to have them do that, but they realized while <laughs> while Nimoy could do subtle differences in Spock, there was no such thing as a subtle. Variation from Shatner. He's yeah. either he's either Kirk or evil Kirk, and that's it. Him freaking out yeah, and his punching little, consoles his... isn't even necessarily a tell that it's not the real Kirk. <laughs> no, his little tantrum. I did like his little that was tantrum. Amazing. It was, uh, yeah, that was amazing. So yeah, how the fuck did Garth invent the universe's greatest explosive in a nuthouse? Pop rocks and coke. Yeah, he's a genius. That's how. Like seriously, like what the fuck are they he giving them in the arts and crafts room here? He shapeshifted some macaroni know. into. I have a theory that he didn't actually invent the world's greatest explosive. I bet you that he just had some explosive that he used to blow up Marna Mm. for a demonstration. And then whatever was in that vial was not, was just nothing. It was just unbelievable. That's why he felt, that's why he was able to just like toss it to the other guys. Like, whoa. Yeah, Yeah, it was silly. Like, it was all, it was a bluff. Although I feel like they did have sort of an offhand comment on the Enterprise after the explosion. Being like, what the fuck was that? Like, they didn't. Yeah. It was somehow an unusual blast. Yeah, but well, I'm sure any blast on the surface would be considered unusual. Speaking of everybody up on the Enterprise, how fucking pointless were they? 
pointless. So pointless. So pointless. But hey, we got some Doc at least. Yeah, it's the only way only way Doc was important <laughs> yeah. this episode is yeah. he was up talking with Scott. He'd be like, well, let's try blasting a hole in it. Doesn't work? Okay. Uh, what if we blast a hole over there? Although yeah. nothing really came of it. What if we just get blasted? All right. <laughs> yeah, really. Really, who left Doc and <laughs> Scotty alone with each other in the ship? They just, they get back and they've gone on like all kinds of warp-powered beer runs. Fucking bridges covered in cans and bottles. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they figure out that there's a there's a problem with the password thing. And they should fucking use the password thing all the time. Yeah, that should just be SOP. I suppose they're probably doing it because they knew that there were dangerous criminals there, but, but at the same time, they didn't know there was going to be a shapeshifter. Yeah, exactly. Did they know they were going to be shapeshifting? I mean, they could also make be, like be making him do it under duress. Yeah, that was probably what the point mm. was. was just like, if somehow there's a hostage-type situation. It just seems very convenient. Like, of all the dangerous missions they've gone they on, happened this at, is yeah. the one where they have a secret password. Maybe something happened... Just, like, the day before, like, oh, God, something horrible happened. From now on, we're doing this. I mean, that's, like, that's sort of the James Bond criticism, you know, is, like, Q always gives Bond stuff he's going to need. The like, exact I same stuff. Yeah. As Eddie Izzard puts it, you know, he never comes back from a mission being like, oh, a bunch of shit I didn't use. These jam trousers, what was the point? Yeah. Trousers. Even but, the, yeah, it's, it's that issue. Even the built-in... <laughs> That thing, whatever the fuck that thing's called, you know what thing I mean. In Casino Royale. Oh, the um, yeah, 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 the defibrillator built in. Yeah, the Aston even Martin. even the defibrillator <laughs> came in handy. Thank God. Everybody's Aston Martin should come with a defibrillator, really. Well, yeah. actually, with uh, with um, that, that is an upgrade you can get. I doubt it. Probably, but you know. And a longer penis. Oh. Well, I mean, the Aston itself. Is a metaphorical larger penis. Oh, Whitey doesn't like the thunder oh, outside. Poor baby. He's very wide-eyed. In the second movie that just happened, he's like, oh, "What was that?" Aww. Yeah. Uh, man, this was an episode, all right. It certainly like, yeah, was. there wasn't a lot of plot. So, well, it was weren't... Dagger of the Mind Part Two because yeah. they even bring out the Tantalus chair. They yeah. just have some new strapped-on like headgear for it. Yep. Yeah. Apparently, uh, Nimoy gave this ca- this episode a lot of criticism because it's so similar to Dagger of the Mind. Yeah. Uh, and it didn't used to have that fight at the end, but they added it in for the action. Oh, the Kirk v. Kirk fight. Man, you know, they should have saved that fight and its action for the next episode. Yeah, I don't even know. Shit, it needed something. There was nothing to no, fucking actually, save No, there was episode. a fight in that episode. Two of them. They, they were, were shit. Horrible. They stood there um, and things went negative. We don't have to, we don't actually have to move on yet if anybody's well, ready, but I, no, I feel I'm like done. it was, I feel like it was another ep- another episode where it was a case of like, it's very surface, like there's not, yeah. and you know, like I said, I mean, it's a, it's, it's like the episode you said, it's that, it's that Edgar Allan Poe short story where the, the crazy, you know, the inmates take scared. over the asylum. It's like a totally yeah, no, I mean, tired the thing, there's nothing new there. If you weren't amused by, say, Garth and his antics like I was, there's nothing there for you. There's no story. It's just watch this guy be a weirdo. And for me, it was... He's hiding under you. I don't know it was a good episode, but I found it entertaining. That's right. At the very least. Because I found Garth amusing. But I can acknowledge that there really wasn't much going on. And that yeah, their understanding like, of mental illness yeah. was non-existent. Everyone just be fucking silly. Uh, oh, Barta, play with your fucking dress. And, like, fawn all over Creepily, Garth. Creepily, like, rub all over Garth while making the dumbest faces I've ever seen. I was like, you are not... What direction did they give you? Because I just feel like if if they gave her, like, you know, try to be sexy, but still crazy. <laughs> like, mm. I don't know. I just Like an Orion. Yeah. 
It just, I don't know. I was not I will say about uh, Let That Be Your Last Battlefield as well. Makeup was pretty good in this one, too. That's true. Yeah, straight we had some down good the makeup middle. this yeah. week. Straight yeah. down the middle. And like you said, in particular, Frank Gorshin. Yeah. The, they got uh, the makeup like all the way to the hairline. and it, like I didn't even yeah. see where his actual scalp began. You know, they did a really good job with that. It's the only thing about this episode that was good. Mm. That This episode... Uh, it's another that I feel like is sort of one of the known ones, but it is hot fucking garbage. I think it's known because, well, I think it's known because it's so blatantly about racism and slavery and this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, and I, I don't know, maybe and people it was, people recognize the half face guys. Yeah, immediately. and maybe it was more revolutionary in the '60s, but my God, it it's but it's both hitting you over the head and also it seems in some way such a shitty understanding of it, even while it tries to. Talk about you know what's fabulous? Oh god! The, apparently, the look of the aliens was decided only a week before filming. Oh, nice, because originally the original treatment had them uh, that Gene Kuhn wrote, and Gene Kuhn used his pen name, I think, again, <laughs> uh, was for Beale to be to look like a devil and Loki to look like an angel. Uh, and the the I much prefer this. Yeah. I much prefer this stars upon thars approach. That we have because to the casual observer they don't look that different. Right. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's if like one what's of your problem? Tail, You're basically the same. You know. What a fucking Jesus so Christ! Is this a Palestinian Israel thing? Is that what this is about? What the episode? Let that be your last battlefield. Yeah. I thought it was just it's a, racism in general. Yeah. Well, it was the sixties, right? So we're talking like. Civil I mean, no, but I mean, more. It was. I mean, because there was explicitly the fact that one side had been enslaved by the other, and oh, oh. now they've been freed, but the rights are still not quite equal. It just does seem to be doing the whole like black-white thing in America. But here's my conspiracy theory. What were the name Ooh. of the planet? So the planet that they had. Sharon. To... Sure. No, that's the planet where they. Had. What's the name of the other? Sure. Arianus, wasn't it? Arianus Sharon. Arianus Sharon, Ariel Sharon, Prime Minister, former Prime Minister, dead now, but former Prime Minister of Israel. He was really five at the time. No, he was in World War Two. He was born in the twenties. Was he? Yeah. Wait, really? Time. Did you come up with this yourself? No, Ariel Sharon was. No, I'm saying the theory. Did you come up with this theory on your? Yeah, own? I just well because I was thinking of the Sharon, Sharon. They kept saying Sharon. They kept being like. I kept thinking of Ariel Sharon. How do you spell, how do you spell that version of Sharon? I think like Sharon, Sharon like okay. the name Sharon. Yeah, on on Memory Alpha, the spelling of uh, the planet is C H E R O N. My Sharona. There you go. Do, 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 well, yeah, I think like um, Loki's whole because ins- he turns into an inspirational speaker apparently halfway through the episode and starts mm. trying to sway everyone in the Enterprise crew to his side. There was a line that he said that uh, that what sounds like Chekhov, even though we don't see Chekhov, because I'm sure they just couldn't afford to make up Loki again, so they did it all in silhouette. Yeah. Chekhov says, "Oh." There was persecution on Earth once. And but like, not oh, since the guys. 20th century. Oh, why did I think that was... I thought Sulu said that. No, was it was Chekhov. Chek- well, it was Chekhov. And then they zoomed in on the room and Chekhov wasn't in the room. <laughs> he but... was in the corner hiding. Yeah. It just worked. Really I don't actually think... I don't actually think <laughs> the episode has anything to do with Israel. When I was making a joke. Yeah, no, I just... I, mm. The other problem, too, is it wanted to sort of try to make a statement that radicalized reaction against racism was bad 
But because the episode was written so badly, it just sort of came off as both racists and anti-racists are equally bad. And that's a stupid message. Yeah, it's, yeah and it's, it's, it's also so heavy-handed. Yeah, no, it's so unsubtle in a way that I just can't I would, deal with. I would argue that they're making the issue too black and white. God, still better than anything from this fucking episode. It just, it it was so just, this is the most padding heavy episode we've had from this show. What was the padding? There was no padding. Everything! The whole episode was padding. Do you mean in their pants? Like, (laughs) the whole thing, the whole fucking B plot with going to fucking crop dust a planet with a starship was even just there, so... It for could take unearned some time. tension, yeah. So they, well, it was so they could just go straight right. to Sharon or whatever. But even so, it just felt so. And again, it's like another case of oh, there's a planet we have to get to for some tense medical fucking fuck reason. God, fuck this episode. Yeah, this episode's really bad. It yeah. was also like as you said, it was so bad and yeah, yeah. everything like every little thing that happened in this episode took. Five times longer than it should have. Well, like I said, they fucking showed, like, switching over to auxiliaries. Hey, Captain, let's watch Scotty for literally, like, ten seconds, which in television time is an eternity, yeah. but pushing buttons. But there was some really good stuff. Uh, in particular, the things that I liked a lot. See, look at me trying to make positive, make shit out of there, make gold out of this shit. Shine this turd. Whatever the fucking phrase is. When they were doing the self-destruct sequence thing, mm-hmm. I liked some of the camera work they were doing, the close-ups. Oh, yeah. I didn't love uh, the state of the teeth on oh, the majority no. of the people uh, who were reading, but there was some really, like, I really liked that. I felt really tense. Yeah, I felt, I felt like the the, the clo- like like the high close-up where you just see, like, the, the eyes, eyes and some nose and of, then the, just two, the, of the two black, face guy, black and white face yeah, guys. Yeah, that was really good, too. With the stripe going right down the middle of your screen. That mm. was cool. It was great. The, the problem with some of those close-ups on the actors, though, was like I said at one point, they're, they're zoomed in on Dewin's eyes, and he's supposed to be saying something, but because you can see the top of his cheeks, you can tell he's not actually talking, and they ADR'd it later. Maybe yeah. he just got a lot of Botox, you know. And it was just, it was just. Maybe like, he's also telepathic. And certainly, like I said, if not exactly the same, very close to the destruct codes they use later in yeah, Star Trek Three. Codes, so that's, not very secure. No, no, yeah. No. Well, is it also... Like, it's really... It's the voice, I have to, yeah. I have it's the to voice change, print more than the code. I have to change in my login password in my fucking computer every three months at work. But yeah. these motherfuckers have had the same self-destruct destruct sequence for, for 20, years. 20 years and a couple of enterprises, oh, right? Are they have a new enterprise by the third? No. No. That's, that's when they get oh, rid of the enterprise. Damn. So, well, but, but at that point, it has gone through... geek girl. ...a total refit. Yeah. But they didn't bother reprogramming. And apparently... Apparently, Chekhov can just fill in for Spock during it. That's fine. He aids. He uh, helps Spock a lot, so it sort of no. Feels, actually, yeah, it does make sense. I guess in a way, like he's sort of like a backup. Like, what if Spock yeah, had I mean, Vulcan? It's cold. probably just like any three command level bridge officers. Yeah, people. Yeah, but um, I don't know, one, other, one of them went crazy and is all of a sudden you know in well, on this. Well, thing. you probably also need to have three separate people. Like Kirk, yeah, can do all. But what if Kirk and Spock? Or, or, or let's, let's just say Chekhov and Sulu are mutinying and have, like, somehow taken, uh, I'll say Uhura hostage. Sorry, Uhura, I didn't mean to. That sounds racist and sexist. They could blow up the ship just for no fucking reason. The other, the other one that I, well, the other one that I loved the idea of but didn't really love the execution of, I liked at the end where the guys were having their little 
run around um, oh, through the God. halls. So I didn't love the run around. Don't look okay, at me like that, okay. Ames. I, I, but I, I am going to judge no, you No, I'm looking at harshly. you that way. Yeah, I know. No, but I liked... I liked the idea of them chasing themselves, but also being chased by like the torment and like the. I don't again, know. Again, I think they executed it. But you hated the alternative poorly. factor with Lazarus doing the same fucking thing. Well, I liked this better, I guess. I don't know. I, mean, I just, again, I, I can. I, I liked the idea of them being faced with the atrocities that they brought upon themselves because of their fucking ridiculous hatred. Yeah, the idea was solid, but the execution was. Oh, that's what I'm saying. The execution terrible. was bad. I First of all, because they're both running like idiots. Yeah. It was Ugh. like they'd never run in their lives. It was like they were running at the end <laughs> of one of those Iron Man races. Well, not, I don't think it's called Iron Man race, but this one of I those. Don't know what you mean. Yeah, yeah those weird. races where you literally run for like days on end until the end, where your legs are practically falling off your body and you're staggering towards the finish line. You know what? This and is shitting your pants constantly. Nothing to do with anything, but I don't care. We'd see it through those pants, though. Mm. I always get annoyed because there's that one either Iron Man or Tough Mudder or something race. Where the logo looks a lot like the the uh, logo for the Monarch from the Venture Brothers. And I keep seeing people with the t-shirts. And for a minute I think, oh, they've got a cool Venture Brothers t-shirt. Nope, it's some fucking athletic thing. Fuck off with your making me happy about the Venture Brothers. But then it's a lie. <laughs> yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah, get yeah. a new logo. Yeah, fit people. You know what Her logo dickheads. I don't like? Nike. Nike's logo. What? Because it's just a check mark. It's pretty it's boring. Swoosh. Is that what you were actually going to say? No. What were you going to say? I don't, I don't know. I was just talking wait about it. Wait a second. Have you been drinking again? Not knowing where you're going yes. with it. No, no what I was going to say is that uh, Beale. So the idea is that Beale has been chasing after Loki for 50,000 50, years. years. Yeah, which no one. When, when, when the Riddler says that, like, no one goes like, whoa, you motherfuckers live a while. They're like, okay, 50,000 of your terrestrial yeah. years. Okay. I remember there was, there was that long-lived race on, I forget what fucking planet. What was it? Omega Glory, I think. Where they're like, oh, they live so fucking long. We really want to get, you know, what their genes are and find their secret. Oh, yeah. it's just their genes? Fuck. Yeah, but even though, that thing, though, they were still kind of surprised. Like this, they just, none of them bat an eye. Like, oh, you look good. Don't look a day over 40. So you might years say old. you might say that Loki was Beale's white whale or black and white whale. Mm. Arr, 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 arr. I bet they really enjoy black and white cookies, which we call half moons here in New England, but well, people was, know them as black and whites. Well, I was making a, a Moby Dick a reference. Moby Dick. Uh, yeah, I'm familiar oh, with them. I'm, I'm familiar with um, Ahab. Really liked half moon cookies. Okay, asshole. He loved That's what I'm cookies. saying. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did Patrick Stewart play Captain Ahab in a like made for TNT in, Moby Dick? Yeah, he, he played, he he played Captain Ahab in Star Trek: First Contact. That too. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we had the zoom in on the red alert. Oh my god, what was with that? Yeah, that was weird. It was like, even worse than Fish Islands crazy. I wanted to make us This was trying to make us puke. I think is what it was. I wanted the episode to make was the already sound, effective. In that I wanted way. it to have the sound effect when the bride gets upset. Oh, the, and, that little musical sting. Yeah, wee, 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 yeah. wee, <laughs> wee. Yeah, which I think, of course, is from some other movie. Yeah, which had a similar. Oh, I think it might have been from Watch Kill Bill. I want to say Death Rides a Horse. Actually, every time like she's gonna kill somebody or she gets angry, it makes that effect. I mean, I've only seen it once, and it was many. I don't know if the music is from Death Rides a Horse, but the like 
camera trickery in the color is, so the music probably is too. Mm. Yeah, no, and it's actually, Jake had said, you know, in the first episode you made a Wayne's World joke because of Lord Garth, yes. and then you've got the sort of, the weird extreme zoom in, zoom out thing that was also from the, the Wayne's World sketch, so there was a weird commonality, albeit mm. unintended since it was 20 odd years yeah, too early. Future, right? mm-hmm. That's where they got it from. Yeah, maybe. You know, it's yeah. solving a lengthy Star Trek joke. Yes, exactly. But yeah, no, I mean, that was really a, a nothing happening episode. Yeah. It was It was very direct. Like, they even admitted, I, I read on fucking cat. More interesting than anything that happened in the episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, duh. There was, there was an element of danger and surprise just now. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I did read on Memory Alpha that they knew that the script was fucking too short, and that's why they made that chase scene so long, and that's why they introduced all this stuff. And the director was so proud of himself for doing that for the chase. And I'm like, God, no, no. No, Ugh. no. you <sighs> That's not... The answer is make, have a better script, not just find a good... Find a arty way to pad it that, you know, sh- shoves your meaning down someone's throat. But you know what both of these episodes had? Moments where I said, touch dicks. So many <laughs> times. Yeah, I because... cannot believe. So they, again, last episode, went out of their way. We saw plenty of Marta. Co- copious packages. But still, no no navel again. But we saw all kinds of bulge this episode. Yeah. Bulge is fine. Fucking like, And not just bulge. There. Like, outline of ball sack. Like, this was not... <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure at one point, Frank Gorshin had a semi. <laughs> No. <laughs> There's one bit, honestly. I think he I'm, had a I'm, no, I'm, I'm not even kidding. There is one moment where you see him at profile, and it's like a little. Oh, <laughs> no. we have to rewatch the episode now. No, you we don't. Do it. I want to see Frank Gorshin's boner. No, well, that would be watch. well. Actually, that would be one way to figure out if there was intentionally an Israel reference in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> You sound like you sound like no, it uh, did. This is the name? second time in this program you've accused me of sounding like that. Well, man. you fucking just sounded like him. Keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> Didn't he? Does he I not? Oh, come on. But uh, what I was gonna say was, even though circumcision is currently in the decline in our country, mm. uh, back in the day that was kind of the the norm. Very so yeah. I mean. Uh, but your joke was still funny. Yeah, yeah exactly. I like the was, joke. Was, was I did a, like the joke. It was a good joke. <laughs> I laughed at it. I like that. Could he use more Doc in this episode? Yeah. Was Doc even he, in this episode? He did, no, he did one he weird thing. He did a weird thing where they were talking about, oh, they have the, the guy and they don't... They specifically tell Doc, we don't know what his physiology is like, yet you're pumping him full of all your toxins. Yeah. And, and, potions, like, potions Spock and says. Stuff. And, and Doc goes on something and says something weird. He's like, oh, well, you know, blood is blood, whether it's green or red or whatever. It's like, I, it's like no, that's I not how it works. I don't think that's even true of that's blood of the same color. You can't just put any blood in any person. You can't just do anything to any person. You have to, like, test what their but, allergies but, are. But guys, you know, there's also that. blood types. But guys, that's what it all comes down to with racism, isn't it? If you cut us, do we not bleed? That's what Doc was getting at. Yeah. Bleed green blood, Not just that he's a bad doctor. <laughs> Doc, you're kind of terrible. Yeah, you were mad on... If it weren't the mad future... Mad on ethical last year, and, last and, episode. And medical practice literally press a button, you'd be shit. That's probably true. <laughs> I love you to death, Doc. I mean, he did admit he had done more tests than Spock was giving him credit for. He's like, when... all the organs were there, just mixed around a little. And, and some he had never seen before, which is like... Gives me pause. 
Maybe that's the thing. Maybe in the future, because of advances in science, being a doctor is like a zero skill position, and you, it's like it's like the job that you take in the service when you just want to like, you know, go out in the galaxy. But he didn't want to go out. In the well, galaxy. that's what's weird. Like, why is he the doctor? Because here's the thing: whenever he's had to do actual doctoring work, he's pretty lost. <laughs> like when he when he had to re- reattach spots, that's brain, like the one time. Like well, he's he got, a, that, he's he got, got a lot of research stuff, though. He's like really true. good at finding the cure to things. Yeah, that's and also true. he's he did, a good chemist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he did that. He did that very delicate surgery on Sarek while the ship was getting tossed hither and thither, and hither and thither, and yon, you know, hither yeah. and yon. Mm. He figured out that. You know, the way to fix super aging was because adrenaline. He figured out how triples reproduce? Yeah, bisexually. Yes. Ah. So he didn't figure out how to Not at all. They bud. So, uh, on Sharon. Where it's where everything is still on fire. Literally on fire. On fire. But let's just, like, prior to the great fires. <laughs> prior to the great... Catastrophe. Well, being fair, I don't think Spock says everything's still on fire. I think it's just the two of them. No, but you can a... see that it's still on fire from space. It looked like it was actually actively burning. Yeah, true. But we but watched yeah. that was the Netflix the version. The original video, probably know. didn't have that. It, it made it look like Coruscant, really. Well, anyway, Jake, go on. Sorry, yeah. Do you think there are doctors who specialize in treating cancers of both the right and the left, like skin cancer? Because. <laughs> You know, there's like on one half of them Lots is like melanin. all melanin. It's like one hundred percent. And the other half there's nothing. It's like Well, they could live more more like the white as white as it can go. Their the rays of the sun on their planet might not be damaging. Skin cancer might not mm. even be a thing. Could be. But, they I, also, I, mean, but yeah. I would guess that the way you treat skin cancer is the same regardless of whether you're black or white. Wasn't there a comment that they yeah, also heal I'm super sure quick? they have apartheid. Like, I'm sure the doctors that treat... I think there's some separate but equal doctors? I'm, ge- I'm guessing. Quote, unquote. If they're, that, if they're as racist as they probably. seem... Probably. There's probably... Well, and I, for that matter, then the, the white on the right, they probably don't even have doctors. They're probably just like, well, good, they'll die then. One less white on the right. And uh, Ames, to answer your question, yeah, D- Bones does mention that his recuperative powers are startlingly good. That's good. Probably partly explains how these to. bastards live so yes, long. Yes, because they'd have to be if you live 50,000 years. And they can apparently just mentally control starships or just zap them and they also have personal force fields. What the, the fuck? The personal force field was cool. Fucking species. And they fly invisible ships. Yeah, no. Just I, like Wonder Woman. Wait, so what happened to Beale's ship? Did it he disintegrated. Uh, it disintegrated. Look, why? Did he do that on purpose? Was, was he an idiot? Well, I think he said it was kind of <laughs> getting to the end of its well. I, I think it was getting to the end of its life anyway. The ship? Yeah. The 50,000-year-old ship? <laughs> I mean, God knows how old that space well, ship when, was. When a, it didn't apparently when a, have a plan. It, it, well, the plan just seemed to be get on board the Enterprise because he somehow knew Loki was there. What is their species? Like, do they give them a species? Uh, Sharon, my Sharon, the Sharonas. There you go. Bum, 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 when a Sharona bum, drives bum, a car into the bum, ground, bum, they really bum, drive bum, a car bum, into the ground. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Beale showed up and was like, my Sharona! And Kirk was like, no, nice. my Sharona. Nice. I did make a comment that Pinwheel Monster from that Klingon episode. Oh, he loved these guys. Love them. Because oh, they're yeah. angry all the time. They, they wouldn't even need her. They should have just like found him. Like, hey, Pinwheel guy. How about instead of terrorizing starships, you go chill with these fellas. They'll love you. You sort of sound like you're doing a Sulu impression and a Shat. <laughs> and a Zap Brannigan. Yeah, no, that's that, actually was, more that like was actually it. a disaster of proportions, but still. That's fine. I like it. I like it. Sex, Alexia. 
I feel like you actually see at some point in the background of a Futurama more than once, probably. But I feel like you got a couple of the uh, black and white type aliens. Yeah. Um. Isn't there also like a Babylon Five episode where there's like you're red and you're blue and therefore we are fighting each other? I have never no. seen Babylon. I feel 5. like I've seen like ten minutes of one episode and it was that episode. I don't know. You know, uh, Walter Koenig had a semi-recurring supporting role on Babylon Five. Did he? Yeah. He also had a semi-recurring supporting role on Star Trek. He also had a semi-recurring boner on the bridge, just like Frank Gershon. <laughs> Thank semi you, Caleb, for the boner. You're semi. welcome, Jake. Uh, can we always this happy, one up, to, always happy to give you my boner. Yeah, we, they were just. I mean, it's a. I, there's just. It was astounding how bad it was. We were just bored to tears. Yeah, there was just nothing. <laughs> we were happening. like looking at the cats. We were like playing with our phones. We oh, the cat played with the mouse at one on. point. That was amazing. That was great. See, what we're doing now is we're padding this episode the we way really that they are. did How about that we just episode. do this? How about we stop talking, you insert 10 or 15 minutes of silence <laughs> in post-production, and then we'll record the ending. <laughs> no, yeah, I'll do... I'll, I'll, I'll record myself going... Eh. Like I'm jogging for ten yes. minutes. That sounds. Perfect. And I'll occasionally just go my home. Sounds good. Oh God, this has been episode thirty-six Ooh. of Stardust Gear by possibly Sad. our saddest episode. Sad trombone. Sad. Like I feel like we've had other episodes where we didn't like either of the episodes. That still we were less sad. Like, yeah, I actually because yeah. those episodes piss us off. These ones are just soul crushing. I mean, I did again. I actually found the I first one too. entertaining. It wasn't, I, don't I it did was too. Good. The but second it, one was. So but there bad. wasn't much to talk about because it was mostly just entertaining and otherwise kind of dopey. It's all. It's all very again. All very surface. Yeah. And not very good. Very surface. Yet the surface of all these planets are poisonous, much like these episodes. Yes. yes. Yeah. So please join us next week for the hopefully better. The Mark of Gideon and That Which Survives. Please find and like our Facebook page, Stardust Dear Hereby. We are on Twitter and Tumblr as SSHB Podcast. And do please subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting application. And if you use iTunes, uh, think about please giving us a rate and review. So, as always, I have been Chris. I have been Ames. I have been Caitlin. Party on, Garth. Thank you for listening. Be sure to tip your yeoman. My home! Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By. A Star Trek... Nope. Easy for you to say. It's not.